0: We are born when fires misobeyed We live on our ship,
1: out on the sea We rain the clunder every water gets in a way That's what happens in, in every fire day Yo, 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 welcome back Buck Bros <laughs> As always, join with my fellow Buck Bros Bryce, Zach, and John um guys a little rinse and repeat from last week again losing this is our third straight uh, against the Ravens this Thursday night twenty-seven twenty-two. Zach same old same old it seems three weeks in a row what'd you see from the Ravens game
0: uh I saw like a really good majority of the first half I mean like the first like 10-15 minutes of that game looked great I was very excited I think I, I used the phrase uh, like dangerously optimistic about how the team looked uh, and then a little closer going into the locker room and then the team never came out of the locker room. All of a sudden the Ravens could run the ball however they wanted, wherever they wanted, whenever they wanted, they ran the ball down our throats. Lamar didn't really have to do much through the air. I mean, they just couldn't stop them on the ground. No, No hustle. I don't know the team – Team can't put a full game together. Uh, it's really, it's just really hard to watch. It's like <sighs> Brady's first three-game losing streak in like 20 years is embarrassing. I think I saw Brady's entire career, he's lost, like, <sighs> it's bad, man. It's really bad. It's like all of his losing has been here, actually. Like, I saw stats on it. I don't have them ready in front of me. It just, it's frustrating. Um, bad. It's bad. I don't, I'm telling you, there's a stat where it's like Brady's lost three games in a row or something like that. Wait. No, no, I've got it. Let me salvage this. I got it. Actually, I don't have it. Is that it?
2: I'm waiting for him to salvage it. Uh, it I don't think it's coming.
1: Just like right, the front on mute. Even with the first half and didn't have a second half
2: to it. <laughs> Third off strong, ended horribly. Uh, just like the Bucks. Yo, 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 Brocasters. Uh, yeah, not a whole lot of good going on here at Bucks Nation. Um, yeah, I mean, to your point, Zach, we started off very well. Offense finally got a first quarter touchdown, first drive touchdown. Um, looked really good moving the ball. Defense came out, you know, I think it held. The Ravens, to maybe, I don't, I don't know, like, or at least Lamar's like three yards rushing in the first half. Got to him, sacked him like three times. And so, I mean, overall, I mean, yes, uh, you got the first half was decent football. First quarter was good. Second quarter, not so much. Then the second half happened, and I really don't know what to say about the performance of the team in the second half. The offense, eight drives. Was it, I think, all of them, or maybe one of them was three and out, 80-something yards in the second half. It was, it was awful. They were out of sync the entire second half. Uh, Brady looked uncomfortable, missed throws. Uh, we can't still can't run the ball effectively at all. And then the defense whew, um, got gashed, got absolutely gashed. The the Ravens obviously adjusted coming out of the half. They were just going to run the ball, wear down the defense. Obviously, when our offense can't stay on the field, defense gets worn down. But then you've got, you know, players like Devin White. I mean, what is this guy doing on the field currently? Uh, he's not playing football. He's not playing linebacker, that's for sure. Um, that play, there are a few of those plays in the second half where you just watch, and it's It's striking. Like, this is a guy that was drafted fifth overall, had, you know, NFC Defensive Player of the Month just a month ago. Um, You know, in the Super Bowl run, he was electric. And then he can't get off a block. He's getting – you know, it's a like a scene from the blind side where he's just getting – you know, that in the movie where uh, Mike Lohr just takes the guy all the way to the end zone and throws him over the – the end zone. That was Devin White in that one play, and then the the worst play it was the the non effort in trying to get out to the flat. And uh, when they threw that pass out to Duvernay, um, I believe Warren Sapp had some comments on the effort of the captain in this game, asking for a seed back. And really, uh, again, we talked and harped on this the last two episodes. Um, bad coaching bad execution, all the things we'd like to see them improve on, they haven't. They just have not improved on any of those things. Red zone conversion, third down conversion, running the ball, getting off the field on third down and defense, stopping the run, bad, 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 and bad. Um, and it's not getting any better. So we were hoping, I think, to see some changes with the mini-bye week, a 10-day layoff. Nothing happened there. So. Obviously, the front office seems to have some confidence in the coaching staff. I don't personally have any confidence in this coaching staff, so we'll see what happens going forward.
1: 44 rushing yards the Bucks gained to 231 they allowed. So that's quite a uh, disparity in rushing yards. Something's got to give
3: there. John, what were your thoughts on the game? I liked the game. I thought the team looked okay. I mean, we lost. I mean, our running attack still looks anemic. But otherwise, I mean, short of a few mistakes by the running game, like we got down to the three. Leonard Fournette gets a false start, backs us up five yards, and we have to kick a field goal. We score that touchdown there. We win the game. This is a game we only lost by five points. So, sure, we gave up 230 yards on the ground. But we're still talking about another game in which we lost by less than a touchdown. Our, our secondary is still very much beat up and we have a porous offensive line. I think as these things start to come together, this will change. I, I wanted us to, to do a little bit more with this game and, and we obviously didn't. Uh, I think another muffed kick return to set up the opposing offense inside the five is absolutely ridiculous. That That's a play that cost us time and points. Um, Those kinds of things, those are mental mistakes, but Tom Brady looked fine to me. A guy threw 300, what, 340 yards through the air, 330 yards through the air. No picks again. I, I don't know what more you could ask from him. Mike Evans looked great. Chris Godwin looked great. The running attack just looks garbage. And I don't know how much of that you can even put on the offensive line anymore just because the schemes are bad. And Leonard Fournette looks terrible. Uh, Rashad White is able to produce when he's given the ball. So, uh, you know, once again, I just go back to coaching. But otherwise, the first half of the game looked great. I thought we were going to pull out a stunner, and uh, we just we made no adjustments at the half, which is all coaching, which is what we've been saying for weeks. We just have bad coaches. We got out coached at the half. But my my only hope is that this is another game where any field goal is a touchdown. We win.
0: I love the two point conversion play at the end of the game at what the two yard line, and you're in shotgun and you hand the ball off. I love that play call. That's a really great one. Anytime you're the in they were at the oh, one my mistake, yeah, they were right. at the
2: one yard line.
0: Even better coaching, uh, love that a lot. But White did look good. I mean, to John's point, he has a little more pop than Lenny,
1: yeah. I don't know how you can watch at least the second half and be okay with what you saw. Um, no. I know the end result is we were one score away, but that game was way different than what it looked like.
2: Um, the score is definitely deceiving.
1: Yeah, yeah. We came out with a lot of fire. The defense was ripping it. Uh, looked like they were energized, and then we just lost the energy from what I saw in the second half. And the
0: godforsaken sweep. Oh, my God. And they can't tackle in those sweeps either. Like, the sweep, it's not even set. Like, forget about setting the edge and containing it. Even if they're there, they can't make a damn tackle. It's just terrible. And these aren't, like, big guys. It's not like Derrick Henry is running around there. It's like little guys. Even when Gus Edwards went down, right, they're just like, who cares? Next man up. He's going to run through everybody.
2: Yeah, I don't discredit that you have to respect Lamar's Ability to run the ball makes it a little more difficult to run. And, John, I think you brought up the fact that we're missing a lot of key parts of the secondary. Those secondary players we're missing are some of our best run defenders, right? Uh, Carlton Davis, obviously Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, is probably the best player on the defense. So who maybe when we get those guys back, you'll, you'll see improvement back in the game. But, yeah, I mean, there is no reason or rhyme that any team – should run 230 yards on this defense. There just, there isn't, you know, there's players getting paid way too much money to be playing as badly as they are. And I brought it up. If I ever saw my captain loaf around the field when we're still in the game on a key third down, I would take that C off his chest, just like Warren Sapp asked for it. I completely agree with Warren Sapp. It's it's inexcusable. There has to be consequences for play like that.
3: But there, there's never been consequences as a Buccaneer since that era of the Buccaneers left. I mean, you guys sat there and watched Gerald McCoy dance on the sideline during a loss, and everybody said he was one of the greatest Bucks that ever played. No, man, these, these guys have always been garbage. They've always been little girls about it, and they've been getting away with it since long before Bruce Arians was here. Nothing has ever changed the culture. Brady just brought
2: some wins. I don't know. I feel like we keep discrediting Bruce Arians for like, you know, he would call players out and and he didn't give a care about hurting their feelings. Like Todd Bowles had every opportunity on that Friday after the game. Hey, what did you think of Todd or uh, Devin White's play? Or you know, oh, I don't think it's really on Devin. What are you kidding me? Like, that's not, obviously not, the whole loss isn't on Devin White, but the play is inexcusable. I mean, I did like that Todd Ball's gotten his face a little bit on live TV. Um, but Bruce Arians, I think, held, you know, he came in and the first thing he said was, this, we're going to hold this team accountable. And I think, for the most part, he did. Um, I'm not seeing that accountability with Todd Balls at the helm.
0: Eric, in the past five who, games, we've given up over 150 rushing yards, by the way, Brian, like to your point. Like, we can't stop the run at all. It's 400 in the last two weeks alone falcons put up over 150 the chiefs ran for like 200 yards it's insane meanwhile we are averaging a
3: big time 61.9 yards per game
0: meanwhile every other team that wants to be a contender is out adding talent on that side of the ball and we're not we're just sitting there yeah a lot of trades did happen
1: today as of this recording none of which going to the bucks um, what was the big one today? Was it Chubb?
2: Chubb,
0: Chubb went, Hawkinson T.J. went, Hawkinson. Hines.
1: I mean, All players, players we could Bears. use. But that's big. I saw one that was, like, <laughs> a defensive end from Houston. They
0: said in Shaq's absence, they, I don't know, Hughes or somebody. I don't know. Hines would have been good. Hawkinson would have been good. Roquan would have been good. Chubb would have been good. Chubb would have A been lot nice. of things injury chubb would
2: have yeah but uh, chubb cost a first round pick i don't agree with the yeah. first round pick for a guy who's going to be a free agent next year so you give up a first round pick for a rental we don't have the money to give him a 20 million dollar plus deal so i mean i don't think that was ever going to be realistic um picks are valuable so you know and to be fair even though we sit at three and five We're one game out of the division lead and hold and hold the tiebreaker against Atlanta so far. So the season isn't lost per se. If this team and its existing players can turn it around and actually come up with some continuity and for Christ's sake, some pride, you know. (laughs) Let me, let me me stop you right there. Cause I
3: actually take a lot of exception to this mentality amongst Buck fans right now. This, the season's not lost per se. The season's not even close to being lost. We have two games until the bye week. If we split that, we take one of them away from the Rams, who also look like garbage, or the Seattle Seahawks, who have to also travel to Germany. We're only one game out of the same record we had when we won the Super Bowl. We pick up both, and we're in the same record. We're, the, the season isn't lost, per se. It's, it's, the season is fine. We're going to get Ryan Jensen back next week, hopefully, and he should be ready to go by the bye, after the bye week. We'll get uh, Anton Winfield Jr. back. We're going to get SMB back. We're going to get Carlton Davis back. All we have to do is cobble together one, maybe two wins going into the bye week, and we are set ourselves up right back where we were when we won the Super Bowl. I, th- I think the defeatist attitude needs to calm down because if you're saying that the Bucs at 3-5 and five right now with the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, their season is essentially over and we need to start talking about consolidating picks. Then you're saying that the Rams, who just won the Super Bowl and they've got Darnold, they're out of it. They're also out of it. They're done for the season. You're saying that Aaron Rodgers, the two-time MVP and the Green Bay Packers, they're out of it. They're not getting back into the mix. You're saying these teams are done. And I just don't foresee that action. I'm not saying that.
0: I'm, well, that yeah. That's
3: what. That's that's what you're saying. You're saying a team with a, I'm not with saying one of the best quarterbacks of all time at three and five <laughs> is done. That they need to Still pack in. It in and then you think.
0: And I want uh, Do you to think say, the losses this to... year the losses this year don't look like the losses that year. Like in those those games we were down early and we came back and it was it was a close game at the end because of a push. We're not showing up for any or if any a quarter of the play. Like it's not those losses in that season saved Tom Brady for getting what down it was against the Bears. Like they looked like a team that was putting things together. This team looks like it's falling apart. Like I I don't I don't think the season's over mostly because our division is dog shit and you have like a, a four win team and a two team, tier you know, a four win team and a three win team or whatever playing for first place this week. Like it's, it's a bad division. So it's not over for that reason, but the team doesn't have, there's just not as much to be optimistic about the way they look. They look terrible. Like I would definitely take that team from 2020 over this team. I don't think they're even close, even at this stage. John, I agree
2: with you that a team with regardless of where we are currently with the greatest quarterback of all time always has a chance to turn it around and be a good team. It just has happened for 22 plus years. I'm not discrediting that whatsoever. I also don't think we should have traded any valuable picks for first round, second round, third round for that matter for anybody at this point in gesture. But I will say to Zach's point, When you lose to the Panthers, which is a terrible team, the Steelers, which is a terrible team, and then you have a second half like you had against the Ravens, I get it's on a short week. I get the Ravens are a solid playoff contender. Um, It just feels different. It just does. uh, There is no optimism right now. Hopefully, we'll turn that around to your point. Hey, we can win. Like, let's focus on winning this game against the Rams, and let's turn this ship around.
1: It's all possible, all within our reach, but it does have a different feeling than the seasons past with the Brady Bucks. So we got a lot to do uh, in terms of our preparation to get back to where we want to go. And that starts this week against the Rams who come into town. Uh, The Rams kind of in a shaking spot uh, themselves. They've lost three of the last four lost against the 49ers last week. Don't look like that Super Bowl team like you guys were saying earlier, kind of in that same boat we're at. So what do we what are we thinking when we come to the Rams game? Uh, any any optimism there? You think we're going to right the ship? I see John shaking his head, John. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, I, I absolutely think uh, we, we should expect better this week, especially with the return of everyone on the secondary. I believe everyone gets back in this week as far as it's concerned. And I actually liked what I saw out of Julio Jones last week against the Ravens. And that's something that I expect Brady to build on. And that, that matchup of Brady and and Julio looked really good in the opener against Dallas. And I think that that's something that could really be a, a weapon for us going forward once you get that involved with Mike and, and Chris Godwin. And so I expect that to be on display this weekend. Um, and, and I do, I expect good things. This, this is a team I think we can beat. And I think there'll be a little bit of that vibe of uh, they beat us in the playoffs kind of, kind of stuff. And I, and I think we'll be able to get back to maybe who we are. Maybe we'll find something of ourselves in this win.
2: Yeah, uh, John, I'm a hundred percent with you. I think, this has that playoff revenge game type of feel, right? Uh, I honestly think this is probably the biggest game of the season right here. This is the turning point. Um, lose this game, lose four in a row. Uh, really, there's just so much negative momentum. I don't know how you recover from that. Um, but if you win this game, which is definitely capable, one, right, there's 10 10-day 10 uh, layoff since the last game, right? So Thursday night, now we play on a Sunday afternoon game. Definitely gives some of those older players more time to rest, more time to heal. Uh, Like you said, I think the secondary for the most part. I don't know if Logan Ryan will be back, but Carlton Davis and Antoine Winfield should be back. And then Julio Jones, right? Like, he was playing last game. Give him some time to heal. From what I hear, his practices this week, he's looked really good. I think that will open up some things for the offense. And then, so this is a big game. Like, this is one that can turn the season around. And I think they will have a little bit more energy in the fact that it was the team that bounced them out of the playoffs last year, kind of prevented them probably from returning to the Super Bowl. Uh, There should be some really vengeful kind of, we got to beat this team uh, mentality to this game. And I I think you will see us coming out pretty, pretty strong in the first half again. And if we can convert some of those misuse or, or correct was of those and convert some of those field goals into touchdowns and get out to a really early lead watch out i think it could be
0: uh, a great day for tampa bay uh yeah i mean cup's a little dinged up right he's got an ankle injury so i know he's expected to play but that's nice the fact that he's banged up and they they can't run the ball really i mean cam acres is i don't know what he did but he's not allowed to play football anymore and henderson's not like a world beater so i mean luckily their best player is injured shaken up at least going into the game they don't have a great run attack of course who knows i mean they could find it against us <laughs> we'll see hopefully we could show up there uh but i mean yeah revenge game they beat us in the regular season too right so like we've got double revenge ready for them so hopefully um i'm just i'm not. I want to think that, like, yeah, sure, but I had the same sentiment going into the Ravens game. I was like, yeah, this is the game. We got to show up. Can't lose three in a row. Prime time. Let's go. I mean, at least it's not a prime time kick. Maybe we just don't do good, <laughs> like at night. Maybe past freeze, bedtime I don't know. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm not very optimistic. I just wanted to show me something, like close a game out strong. So I mean, obviously, I'm in the hope that we win, but I, I don't have a ton of optimism going into it. Like we don't look great. <laughs> like the Rams don't look good either, I guess, but that's not necessarily been an indicator for, for like the Bucks winning. Like Panthers look really bad. They beat us. Steelers look really bad. They beat us. Packers look bad. They beat us. Like, I, I don't know. Hopefully we win, but I'm not like, I wouldn't bet on it. Like and somehow we're favored in this game by a field goal. I guess it's just home field, but yeah. Yeah, I'm not too uh,
1: stoked about the prospects of this game. You've got our inability to put pressure on a quarterback with a veteran quarterback who has an offensive-minded coach, and then on the other side of the ball, we've got this absolute gap of left guard and center facing against the best tackle in the league, Aaron Donald, so this is kind of can Tom Brady stay alive, but also can we not let Matt Ryan or Matt Stafford dink and dunk us to the end zone every drive? It just, I don't know if it looks good for us. I hope we win. Like you said, I'm looking for, I'm hoping to come out with some spirit, come out with a, like you guys said that fuck this team mentality. You know, they've beaten us the past couple of times. They've gotten a shot. Let's, let's get them back. Uh, it just, there's not a whole lot of, inspiration from the past performances and what these teams
2: look like on paper? If the Rams run for more than 100 yards in this game, I will forever just give up on the Bucs being able to stop any team from running the ball because the 31st ranked rushing offense in the NFL is the Rams. They are also averaging like three yards a carry and 68 yards a game. So, yeah, I know what you're saying, Ryan. Like, usually they're thinking and dunking through the pass game. Cooper Cup is a little injured. Hopefully that will help slow him down a little bit. I mean, other than Cooper Cup, I don't know who else they have.
0: <laughs> so, and Jefferson and, is off And
2: Stafford is dealing with the same issues that Brady is kind of dealing with. The offensive line for the Rams has also been very suspect. So this should be a game. If Todd Bowles has any game plan or you know, like something that he's been saving for the right time, this should be it. Unleash it. Get pressure on Stafford, make him into make him throw those inaccurate balls, get some turnovers. God damn it, it's been four games without a turnover. Like we're fucking dupe. Let's get some turnovers, let's score some touchdowns. Let's win this game. We're a better team on paper right now, I think, than they are currently, and we should win, especially with 10 days off. You should win. I
1: like that. Yeah, we definitely should win. Um, We're going to need some players to win, and that brings us to our our final segment, which is our fantasy players of the day. Uh, I started this off last week, so I'll take my rightful place in the fourth spot, so I I think it's Bryce who leads us off this week. I think that's your turn to go first this time.
2: Yeah, leading off, baby. Just call me uh, Ricky Henderson. Anyway, um, I think that's right, Ricky Henderson. The whole yeah, worried you're going to steal my, my pick off.
1: now. Now that I was like, I think you're going to steal people's picks. That's all I think. Oh,
2: okay, okay. I am in by lead off, but I might just steal this pick. I am going to go with Mike Evans as my. Player of the game. I think he's going to have a big game. He had actually a pretty good game against the Ravens. I think he gets in the end zone here. Um, obviously, if you got him start him. I'm in a league where this person traded Mike Evans for Jarvis Landry, and I had to say something over the group chat to say this is ridiculous. Not only that, they also traded Justin Fields for Matt Ryan. Like, it was just the stupidest trade in the world. I had to say something. Veto this trade right now. But anyway, Mike's going to be my pick. I should have made that trade.
0: Okay. Um, uh, I'll take uh, I'll take um, Godwin. I don't know. One of them is going to have a chance. Whoever Ramsey's on should be able to eat because Ramsey's dog water. So I'll take Godwin. Um, of I'd like to take Julio just to cuck John, but, uh... Yeah, fuck it. I'll take Julio Jones, actually. Dave Otten's out
2: there, John. He's still available.
3: I'm going to do everyone a favor and take Leonard Fournette. Uh, my players that I take are always straight trash. Uh, Ryan tried this last week. It didn't help. We still took an L. But I'm going to try to take Leonard Fournette this week. Um... I'm going to play Julio in my fantasy league,
0: because uh, I finally took Don't my pick. Don't talk about my that pick. pick. That's, That's my cool. pick. Don't talk about my pick. But uh, I'll tell people to play Julio. Play Julio. But go ahead and start Leonard Fournette, because this may be his <laughs> last
3: game this season.
0: <laughs>
3: Did you win again, John, this week? No,
2: I lost. I like, got blown out. Alvin Kamara got like 40-some points, bro. Yeah, I had a, had a bad week in fantasy, too. The other guy had, I think he had Derrick Henry... Um, Devon or uh, Dante Foreman, god, he had other oh, um, Jalen Waddle, just a bunch of players just went off, scored like 200 points. It was stupid.
1: I had, I had both those running backs in H.A. Brown this week. I had a very good week.
2: As say, you should have won then,
1: yeah. Um, man, I thought Code was gonna have the game of his life when he caught that first pass. <laughs> it's like go go <laughs> it's so early he already got one uh, and then he just did nothing else so <laughs> i, I <laughs> i'm with john everything i pick just turns to freaking dirt um but i don't like the strategy i used i thought I, it was hiding in the corner so i'm not going to do that well i'm picking rashad white i hope he gets a few more touches maybe gets into the end zone i would Slot him in a flex. Wouldn't slot him as a running back one or two. But if you need something in a pinch with all the bye weeks going on, Shaw White might be able to help you out. Picking the number 32 rushing offense in the league for fantasy. Put it in the books. Well, thanks for tuning in, Buck Bros. We hope you guys have a great week. Hope you guys get settled. Get ready for this great game against the Super Bowl defending Rams. Coming into Ray J. As always, please look out. If you like our content, subscribe, listen to the podcast at whatever available, whatever streaming service you have, we are available on. Uh, we're always releasing on Fridays going forth since our Thursday game is over. So, hope you guys have a great week. And as we like to sign off here, go Bucks.
2: Go Bucks. Go Bucks. RIP Takeoff.
0: Oh, yeah. RIP Takeoff. Over 42 and a half.